Welcome to the UMMC Bible Study Podcast, a podcast produced with students at UMMC. My name is Tim Chen, and I'm a former graduate of the UMC Medical School. Currently, I'm a family physician practicing in Mississippi. The goal of our podcast is to help our students and their families grow closer with the Lord and stronger in their faith and walk with God. With the rigors of school, it can be difficult to spend time with the Lord as well as fellowship with other believers. We hope that this podcast uplifts you during this challenging time and encourages you in your journey with God. Awesome, Christian. Here we are in another book. So we've gone through Genesis, Romans, uh, Philippians, now Galatians. And I have to say, Christian, Galatians is probably one of my most favorite books of the Bible, mainly because actually personally, Galatians was the book that really changed the direction of my Christian life from a life of just trying to do good and follow the rules and essentially live out this proper Christian life in in a sense under the law versus learning how to live by Christ. And that's what we're going to really bring out in Galatians. But today, Christian, we're going to start off with essentially a first an overview along with the first few verses. But Christian, before we start, any opening thoughts you have on Galatians? Yeah, I um, I just have to echo. I, I think, you know, Galatians also for me very much has been such a help um, to understand there's, there's something called the law and even if there's something called religion that... Uh, can actually become replacements for Christ. And just seeing Paul's attitude in this book and how much he's fighting uh, for the believers, that they would be, uh, be able to be freed from these things and to, to come back to Christ. I think this is a great book, and I'm looking forward to getting into it. Yeah, that's exactly right, Christian. I, I just want to go ahead and warn some of our listeners <laughs> The Galatians can actually be a book that's very offensive to Christians. You know, the Bible and the gospel itself, we know according to the word, is offensive to the world because the world does not believe God and they think it's foolish and they think it's the most ridiculous thing in the world that they're Christians that believe the Bible. Well, Galatians is actually that for believers. In fact, as we get in the book of Galatians, Paul is trying to wake us up. Not from something evil, but for something a lot more subtle than that. So, Christian, with that being said, let's go ahead and start reading the verses. Do you have uh, verse 3 through 5 of Galatians chapter 1? Sure. How about I just start from verse 1? I'll, I'll read all of it. Um, so, this is Galatians 1, 1 through 5. Paul, an apostle, not from men nor through man, but through Jesus Christ and God the Father, who raised him from the dead, and all the brothers who are with me to the churches of Galatia. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ, who gave himself for our sins, that he might rescue us out of the present evil age according to the will of our God and Father, to whom be the glory forever and ever. Amen. Amen. So what a wonderful start from our Apostle Paul. 
Christian, I really want to focus on this matter. You know, Paul is greeting the Galatians. He's saying he's an apostle, not by man's choice, but through Jesus Christ. So essentially confirming that his calling is not from duty, from something that man told him he should be, but rather he had a conviction from God. And we, of course, have talked multiple times about Paul's conversion, his story of how he met the Lord. And here he is, you know, grace to you, peace from God our Father, who gave himself for our sins to deliver us from the present evil age. Christian, let's put some context here because we all know that the Lord gave himself to deliver us from our sins, right? And maybe even from the world. But this term, the present evil age, specifically in the context of the books of, book of Philippians, is not talking about the world. It's talking about something different. Do you mind elaborating on this? Sure. Um, yeah, I think this is this is where we kind of have to to drop our concepts and kind of take this verse in context, and especially in the context of the Book of Galatians, right? So um, it says that He might rescue us out of the present evil age. I actually looked up um, the word evil from the original Greek, I thought this might be helpful to us. Um, what, what does it mean by a present evil age? You know, like, what does that mean? Does that mean just the bad things, present bad things, uh, maybe sinful things? That's what God's trying to save us from. Actually, um, here's a definition. So the Greek word for evil there is poneros, and check out this definition. It says, full of labors, annoyances, and hardships, pressed and harassed by labors, bringing toils, annoyances, perils. And then a secondary definition actually is then bad, of a bad nature or condition or wicked. So, you know, I just, just want to bring that forward for our, our fellowship because you know um i know if, if i when i first read this immediately the thought is oh yeah christ died to save save me and save me out of from being a sinful person well actually paul here he's talking about he wants to save us he did die for our sins but he wants to save us out of toiling he wants to save us out of an age where we are full of laboring you know what does that mean right no that's actually really good christian when you brought that up i never knew that the word evil actually had that connotation or that definition so you're exactly right if you read the book of galatians you start realizing specifically even down a couple of verses later paul says um I'm astonished that you are so quickly deserting him who called you in the grace of Christ and are turning to a different gospel. And so again, when you hear things like evil age or a different gospel, you instantly start thinking good and bad, right? The Lord died for us. He's rescuing us out of the world. You know, the world is full of sin and horrible things and, you know, deception. And it's always pulling us away from the Lord. And that is uh, an evil thing that the Lord is rescuing us from. 
when you hear the word a different gospel, instantly you start thinking heresy, you know, maybe an antichrist or, or something of that nature. But if you read the book of Galatians, what Paul is talking about is religion. And not even an evil religion, the Judea, the, the Judaic religion that he was so active in. This is what he is trying to save the people in Galatia out of. If you read in Galatians, what, what has happened was, <laughs> what had happened was, the church in Galatia, they received Paul, they received the gospel, they received the Lord. They were so excited about their new salvation. But afterwards, some brothers came in, and these brothers yoked them back under the Judaic law. They wanted them to be circumcised. They wanted them to do the fasting. And these were Christian Judaic brothers. These were not Judaic, you know, Pharisees that hated Christians like Paul did when he was Saul. These were Christ people who are of the Jewish religion, became Christians, but still wanted to hold on to the Judaic law and the Judaic practices. And they wanted to come and bring the Galatians under that same thing. Now, you might be thinking, well, what's so wrong with that? I mean, the Judaic law was given by God. You know, it had a lot of good things. It made you a good person, yada, yada, yada. But Paul's view of that is actually evil. Paul's view of that was actually that the Lord died to rescue us out of that very thing. And if you really think about it, Christian, the whole time the Lord was on the earth, the main opposers to the Lord was not the world. The main opposers were the Lord throughout his ministry was actually religion, specifically the Old Testament Jewish God-given religion. Yeah, um, I, I pulled up the verse that I think you were referring to, which is Galatians 2.4. Uh, and this, because of the false brothers brought in secretly, who stole in to spy out our freedom, which we have in Christ Jesus, that they might bring us into slavery. So again, um, you know, the Jewish religion, he, he likens it to a slavery here. Um, not very positive. Um yeah, uh, you know, later on in the book, um, I, I, I think the focus really becomes, you know, that the law leads, leads people to Christ. The law is a child conductor to Christ. It's, um, but, but why is it in such opposition to Christ? It seems like, why are, why are they uh, so opposed to Christ? It's, it's, um, you know, the, the law is a picture of God. It really is uh, kind of a standard of perfection. That's a picture of God. But now the, the real person's come. Christ has come. You don't, we don't need the picture anymore. There's the real person. So anyway, um, I, that, that's all I had to say about that. <laughs> Yeah, you know, when, Christian, when I was listening to you talk, I think that is why Paul is so strong. You know, if 
if we had this picture, if I, if my wife was on a faraway trip and I had a picture of her, like the law, right? And my wife flew in and I went to the airport to pick her up. And yet I didn't want anything to do with her. I was like, look, as long as I have my picture, I'm fine. You're, you're good. I'm glad you're here. I have the picture though. That would be such an offense to my wife saying things like, you don't want me. You would rather have a picture of me than me. You would rather have my Instagram shot than me as a real person. And this essentially has become an idol. You know, one of the big things in the Old Testament, actually one of the big tests, oh, oh uh, sorry, on the Ten Commandments, the first one, you shall have no other God. There is no other God than me. And so here is Paul preaching Christ and only Christ, nothing else. There is freedom in Christ. There is grace in Christ. There is faith in Christ. And we're going to get into every single one of these matters as we get on in the book of Galatians. Yet the people in the church in Galatia were being pulled back into following a substitute of Christ, hence a different gospel. And I think this is something that Paul could not tolerate. And he really wanted to show the Galatians, hey, you cannot tolerate this. This is not something that's so innocent. This is something that can really damage your Christian walk. And Christian, I really have to be honest. This isn't just something that happened in Paul's time. I mean, really, this is something that's happening even today. You look, even in our general Christian assemblies, and again, we're not talking about Christians, the pe people, but we're talking about the system, the Christianity system that has been developed over time and over years. And really now, I would say if a lot of us were honest, when we go to church on Sunday, we're just there to be entertained. We're there to watch a concert. We're there to listen to a good story, maybe a motivational story, maybe something that can help us with our anxiety or something that help us improve ourselves. But when we ask, Lord, where are you here? Sometimes if we're honest, we might have to say the Lord actually is pretty hidden. We might be talking about God. We might be talking about what, you know, the stories of the Lord when he was on the earth or something along that line. But the reality of meeting God is short. And hence, we could be caught in this exact same situation that the Galatians are in. What do you think, Christian? I think uh, this this word is actually very applicable, very practical to us today. Um, before I continue my thoughts, I just really want to bring out one more verse um, when you're talking about the law. And I want to emphasize this verse back from when we were going over Romans. This is this is Romans 7, 7, talking about the function of the law. Um, what, then we, what then shall we say? Is the law sin? Absolutely not. But I did not know sin except through the law. For neither did I know covenant except the law had said, you shall not covet. So I just want to make a small point that, you know, before the Lord came, indeed, the only way to be justified was, was by being under the law, right? But once the Lord came, he who fulfilled every single requirement of the law, he no longer required us to fulfill the law. We just needed to, actually, we need to be in Christ. That's what Paul says later. 
Um, but our relationship to the law uh, at this point, because there, there's a Lord, the law, it just is an, it exposes us of our sin. And, and that actually uh, leads us to Christ. Okay. So, um, but you're mentioning, yeah, today, like, I think the question is, where's Christ? Right? Where's Christ? Where is the Lord? Um, there's so many, there can be so many things, uh, you know, I don't, I don't want to list, you know, um, so many things other than the Lord that become the focus, that become the presentation, that become whatever, you know, I mean, you know, every, every group of believers, whenever the Lord no longer was the focus, <clears throat> then that that was a real degradation. And actually, you know, I, I just also want to mention that I'm, I'm talking about that. That's actually been a strategy of, of Satan, specifically a, 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 one of Satan's strategies to damage the church. So, you know, we're not blaming this on believers. Um, maybe even mention here, there's an, there's an enemy working here, you know. So anyway, um, yeah, I, I think there's this is really applicable for sure. Yeah, Christian, I think this is a good spot to end today's podcast because I think the goal today is just to really hit this point that, yes, evil things can replace Christ. Sin can replace Christ. The flesh can try to replace Christ. The self Ourself can try to replace Christ. The world obviously can try to replace Christ. But the most subtle one is probably the religious system. And again, like we shared before, it's not just historical, it's even today. And I'm again, we're not blaming Christians, we're not blaming or well, you know, you need to start second guessing where you're meeting. But what we're asking believers and the people listening to this podcast to do is just to ask themselves. When they meet together, Lord, where are you? You know, we are lovers of Christ first. We are seekers of Christ first. We are seekers of his kingdom first. Um, and the moment the Lord becomes secondary, like you said, Christian, degradation really can truly creep in. And this is the evil age that the Lord is trying to rescue us from. And Paul is trying to reveal here in Galatians. Well, Christian, thank you again so much for your time. I'm excited about this because we're going to take Galatians probably over the next 14 episodes before we really dig and get out of this. But hopefully, as we go through this and our believers are listening, and I pray that you don't get offended, although you might be, but I think, I hope the Lord will show you what he is talking about here. Thanks, Christian. Amen.
Try.